Be sure you never lose your inner artist by visiting Hammer and Stain. Hammer and Stain is a do-it-yourself studio where visitors can experience the magic of transforming wood into a breathtaking, personalized work of art. Our instructor-guided classes make for an easy and fun environment to create a piece you will love. Rather be creative at home? Ask about our Hammer at Home kits. They come with all the necessary accoutrements to craft at home. We also offer walk-ins as well as, as private parties for corporate events, team building, friends and family, bridal showers, bachelorette parties, and even kid parties. Here at Hammer and Stain, there is no limit to what you can create. We also offer kits for doormats, pillows, and ceramics. Hammer and Stain is located at 822 East Main Street, Suite H in Grantsville, Utah, next to Prime Pizza. For more information, visit hammerandstaintowilla.com or visit us on Facebook and Instagram at Hammer and Stain Tooele. Hammer and Stain. Laugh, paint, create. Welcome to the Tooele County Football Podcast. All righty. Welcome to another episode of the Tooele County Football Podcast. I am your host, Jeff Tuckett, um, once again, founder of Slinging the Pill Media. It's been a really fun weekend um, with a lot of games, not as much for, for Tooele County, but we cover a lot of uh, different regions of the of the state. And I actually got to attend the 3A playoffs this past weekend in Richfield. I didn't just get to attend because I wanted to come uh, watch Grantsville play, but I mean, that was part of it. But the other reason was because my wife, she has a couple cousins that played for San Juan. So while I was there cheering on Grantsville, I was actually sitting in the San Juan section across the way. So if nobody saw me, that's, that's why. Um, I had to cheer very quietly. I mean, and I also cheered for, for her cousins as well. But obviously, that was a tough game. I think talent-wise, um, we had them beat. Um, but execution-wise, obviously, it, um, we came up short. It was a good game about the worst way you, could, you, could, you would want to lose. And as I was walking into the South Severe Snow College, whatever stadium that was that they were playing in... I looked down at my phone and I saw that Grantsville, the the women's, had just lost to Emory um, in this the same round that the men did. So that was really unfortunate. Um, as these games were playing, Tooele and Stansbury both had their playoff games as well. And um, all the, although they weren't as close as as Grantsville's game, um, they they all lost in that same round, which was unfortunate. Um, they both played really good teams, Tooele and Stansberry. So, I mean, it was it was tough. Skyview is a really, really good team that we've been covering. And Crimson Cliffs, I mean, a lot of the teams here in St. George are just really good. So, it's, it's, it's tough all the way around. It was a good season. Um, a lot of good basketball is played. Um, I would say overall it, it ended being a little disappointing. But there's a lot of good things to look forward to in the, in the future. And... One of those good things to look forward to in the future is that baseball season is among us. And I'm excited. uh, Baseball, softball, tennis, all that good stuff is right around the corner. Um, But before we get into that, we're going to kind of go over just a little deeper into these um, games. We'll start with Grantsville because that was the game that I attended. Uh, First time actually being able to watch the team play. Um... 
my relatives that were on the San Juan side, they watched the, the game previously. I think we played Carbon, and they said that uh, Grantsville was just so far and beyond a more talented team, but they wouldn't play particularly well. And I'd say that's the same case against uh, San Juan as well, where we were we outmatched them, but just, uh, I don't know if it was nerves or what, but it didn't fall into place. But yeah, we lost to San Juan Friday night, uh, 49 to 51. Just so close. I mean, a couple of field goals made of other things went our way, some foul calls. Um, well, we would have won for sure. We had them and then they hit a big three, a bit deep three uh, with about a minute left. And San Juan went on to play Juab in the championship where um, they lost about, I think by fours, 54 to 50 in the 3A basketball state championship. And then the third place game was played the day after on Saturday where Grantsville won in overtime, 62 to 59 against Judge. And that Judge team was, that's a good team to beat. Uh, they had number 24 for Judge was outstanding. And Grantsville did a good job at containing him. Uh, the season ending stats is Davin Eakins uh, senior who was one of the best bigs that I've ever seen come through Grantsville High School. It's just amazing. He um, was a great defensive presence, and he had next-level, I mean, college-style post moves, which were really fun to watch. And he ended the season with 15 points per game and just under nine rebounds. Uh, Tucker Mulford, 12 points a game. Carter Killian, 11.3. And Tate Allred, uh, 7.5 points per game is, was what they ended on. So hopefully they can bounce back this next year. They have some experience under their belt. Um, I think Grantsville is always a little better playing as an underdog. And while they had that pressure of being a number one seed, perhaps that um, women, they played that same night like we said and lost to Emory 52 to 69 so just another tough loss one was by two one was by three and the next day just like the men's team they they bounced back and took third place where they beat the carbon dinos 53 to 38 and to end the season Mason White had 17 points per game and just under 13 rebounds so averaging a double double and Emily Backus had 14 points per game and Mackenzie Allen had 9.2 so uh, if you were to say how the season went I mean the regular season for both these teams were outstanding I'm sure they wished for for a better result but overall a very good season and should be exciting where they land this next season so we'll be keeping a close eye on them well we're gonna move on to Tooele Tooele uh their first playoff game was against Canyon View who was a really bad Canyon View team uh I think they maybe won one game in the regular season but Tooele still handled their business and got that win and they won 52 to 36 against Canyon View against the Falcons Justin Rogers had 24 points four rebounds and four steals and Ethan Simmons contributed with 11 points of his own and then they went on to, on Friday to play come down to St. George where they played a real tough Mustangs team and they lost 53 to 74 uh Justin Rogers had a crazy good season um but yeah, hopefully Tooele can have a good year this next year. They landed just above 500, I believe, when it was all said and done. And their women, unfortunately, lost in that round of the playoffs as well. 
losing to Cedar 26-37. And Stansberry, when it was all said and done, ended their basketball season with a 13-9 record and their first round victory against Uinta. They beat the Utes 62-31 on Tuesday. And then on Friday in that second round, like we said before, played a really good Bobcat Skyview team. Uh, wish they lost 54 to 71 we covered I, co- I cover catch valley and skyview was definitely the best team or close them and ridgeline were really close to being the best teams in catch valley so there's nothing to to hang your head on because that was a really good team and the women for stansbury lost 23 to 38 against uinta epatia had 13 points and 12 rebounds and thurber contributed with five points and four rebounds um, we're really excited for for baseball and softball, and hopefully um, they can make it a little farther into the playoffs, and we can have some exciting stuff to talk about. So, um, yeah, we're gonna we have a really fun guest. We're really excited about this. Um, we actually recorded this interview last week. We had uh, head coach of the Grantsville Cowboys, Cody Bird, on, and he was an outstanding guest. Um, he dropped some names, which is it's always really fun. Um, and yeah, he was just a fun guest, so so enjoy. Smiles are such a simple gesture. From newborn babies to toddlers, teens, and adults, everyone can spread joy and love through a smile. Smiles can be powerfully contagious. Be sure to keep your smile healthy, clean, and white by visiting Dr. Eric Allred at Deseret Family Dentistry. Located at 225 East Main Street, Suite G in Grantsville, Utah, next to Solberg's. Or visit them online at DeseretFamilyDentistry.com. To schedule an appointment, call 435-884-3088. Deseret Family Dentistry. We keep you smiling. All right, it's time for the moment we've been waiting for this whole podcast. We had a uh, coach, Cody Bird out of Grantsville High School here with us today. Um, we're super grateful and uh, lucky to have him. Uh, Coach, uh, how are you doing this Sunday? Good, good. Just kind of relaxing today, having a having a day at home and, and trying to recharge for the week. No, that, that's, that's awesome. Uh, that's what the Sundays are for. Um, so just tell us a little bit about yourself and maybe something about you that most people may not know. Oh, my gosh. Um, well... I've been coaching for about 25 years. Uh, we started out started out coaching uh, at a out in Los Angeles, right out of right out of college. I got a teaching job and started coaching right off the bat, right out of at, right out of college. And so, been teaching for about 25 years and, and coaching for that long. Um, just a variety of different sports uh, and things, whatever it kind of seemed like. Whenever they needed a, a new coach and and something, I'd, I'd give it a go. I coached things from uh, swimming to uh, softball to basketball and, of course, football. So I've kind of done just about everything you could think about. No, that that's awesome. It's good to be well-rounded and you can take things from, from different sports and apply them to other sports. Um, when, when did you get to Grantsville and what is the main thing that you like to pound in your players' heads? You know, just repetition. Do you have like a phrase, a slogan that um, you like to um, tell the kids just repeatedly? Oh, gosh. Um, well, uh, I've been at Grantsville for uh, four seasons now. Um, so we, we moved here uh, in 2017 and started coaching right off the bat there. Um, you know, I just think 
our big thing is is for us for me is family and and kind of uh putting putting everybody first you know what i mean trying to do team first attitudes and things like that and, and try to put the success of the team before your personal success and so that's kind of what what i've preached from from day one and 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 kind of tried to get that into the kids um the other thing is just that to you know keep their schoolwork up and try to work on that and um you know have that open up as many opportunities you know if, if football doesn't work out and you're not a scholarship a full-time you know full scholarship kid a lot of times those academic scholarships can help help you get that opportunity as well so we've kind of i've kind of pushed those two things since day one and 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 hopefully the kids are catching on to it yeah, for sure, Coach. This is Tyler Fessler alongside with Jeff. Uh, you know, Jeff is actually from Grantsville, grew up there most of his life. Uh, I'm from a little bit north, of, close to Ogden, and you're not from Grantsville, so it makes it really interesting, this next question. But uh, how unique is Tooele County itself? Like, how, how unique? I mean, Friday nights in Grantsville is something probably way different than L.A., what what was your first time you know you know coaching there? How how much more different and unique is Grantsville versus where you had coached before? Yeah, definitely. Um, it, that first Friday night experience was it was just breathtaking and awesome. I mean, the, have uh, you know we start out having what we, we call fan fest out here, um, and it's kind of uh, like its own. Uh, um, tailgating type of thing and then these we we sell parking spots out uh the parking spots that are closest out to the field and and people come park their cars set up tables set up grills bring in food and just kind of hang out some of the kids the little league kids will start throwing footballs around it, it was awesome to see right off that was like the first thing i noticed and then when you know the whole town shows up and and it was just it was remarkable it was, and like i said it was breathtaking and and that was really cool i thought um you know and unique to the to grantsville is that kind of that fan fest uh tailgating thing so that was that was awesome um the support has been great you know from from everybody and and you know, it's, it's exciting to see how excited the team gets when 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 the boys are playing and how how you know how well supported those boys are. So, no, I mean that's one thing I remember about playing in Grantsville is almost in any situation the the stands would be full. I remember homecoming was bigger than Christmas Day. I remember when we'd be playing a rival team, we would play in Stansbury and we'd break records for attendance. Um, now that you guys don't really, I mean, you play Tooele, but not as much Stansberry. Who would you say is your guys's um, biggest rival um, before and after? I mean, there's just a different intensity on and on and off the field. Who would you say that would be? You know, I think the biggest one for that that we play regularly and in region wise is definitely Morgan. Um, I think especially the last few years, um, we've competed for first and second place in region just about every year. Uh, and so that's, that's been a big, big rivalry there and, and, um, and been some great games between the, between the two teams, the four years I've been here at least. And, um, you know, they got the best of us last year, um, you know, twice, but you know, the year before we got them. So, I mean, it, it goes back and forth. And I think, I think that's probably the heat, most heated one other than the two, you know, in County rivals that, that everyone grows up playing and things. So, 
Yeah, for sure, Coach. I mean, like I said, Tooele County is a very unique place. Uh, you know, having having the opportunity to be kind of a transplant and go out and see it, it's really cool. And uh, the rivalry, oh, Jeff still talks about playing Morgan and, and Tooele and Juab and all those teams as well. But so, I mean, all, all, all positions are important. Everyone on the football team is one big family. Who are some, some kids that you know going forward in this next season that we should kind of keep an eye on uh, that could be playing at the next level, uh, you know? Well, for our, our upcoming senior class, I think um, Blake Thomas is a good one. Uh, he's an exciting player, can take take it to the end zone in every play and, and does it on both sides of the, the, the field. He plays defense and he's really exciting kid out there, does some great things, some big playmakers out of the safety position. Um, you know, as far as our quarterback, um, Caleb Sullivan's going to be, you know, returning. And so we expect some good things out of him. Um, he makes some great plays with his legs and, and is able to, to extend things out and make some good plays and, and throws the ball pretty well as well. Um, you know, we have, you know, we have a couple good receivers coming up that, that are going to be juniors. Um, um, and, and so they'll, they'll help us out as well. Um, Ethan Rainer's exciting and he's, he's another one of those two way players, plays corner, um, kind of led us in, in interceptions. And he also will play receiver. Dylan Richardson is a big, going to be a big time receiver. I think we can expect some big things out of him if he puts the work into it. Um, as far as, um, you know, we have a pretty strong junior class coming up, so, so I'm excited to see them. Um, we've got to replace some good offensive linemen, but we have a couple uh, returning guys um, that that will do do a good job for us. Is uh, Bridger Edwards is a good one, and Joey Sasorni. They'll they'll kind of anchor our offensive line for us this year. So so we've got some good things, good good talent coming back, and and I'm excited to see what they do. Yeah, you guys seem to have a lot of skill players that are going to be coming back, which is awesome. Um, yeah. But. I mean, like you said, with the offensive line, uh, there's going to be a lot of uh, new offensive linemen coming in. Uh, one that's leaving is uh, was it Bronson Yeager that uh, committed to Nebraska. At what point did you realize his potential that he could um, not only be recruited to the next level, but to a Power Five conference? You know, I always thought, you know, when minute I, I saw him, you know, when I came in and, and he was co- an upcoming freshman, I thought that he could be pretty special. I mean, he has the size to do it, um, you know, and, and he actually improved his footwork and things like that. That got m- that much better. Um, you know, I always thought I knew he was going to be uh you know, recruited heavily now getting calls from, uh, Nebraska and uh, Iowa state and Virginia and those things. And, and Berkeley, those, that was pretty cool. I, you know, when, when those things started happening, um, but you know, he put the work into it and had a good year, you know, and, and, and it all kind of happened right there when the shutdown happened. So it wasn't quite as, uh, you know, covered and, and as known as, as it could have been, but no, it was, it was exciting and, you know, he'll be hard, definitely hard to replace. And, but, um, you know, I think we will do it, you know, like I said, it's kind of that family, uh, attitude and, and people step up and, and things like that. So. Yeah, and so coach, you know, you had a you had a wonderful season, made a really deep run into the playoffs. Uh, what is what are your guys' goals as a coaching staff this upcoming season? Uh, you know, to to get even further and have even more success this next year. You know, I just think it's 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 finding the finding what works for our boys. I know I think 
Um, we, we're not a huge school, so it's not like we can, we can pigeonhole what we do with, you know, kids coming in, you know what I mean? It's, it's, I think we have to tweak what we do enough to, to fit the strengths of our boys. And that's kind of what my philosophy has been throughout my coaching career, you know, trying to, as a defensive coordinator and now as a head coach is try to put the boys into the best situation and the best philosophy and things to fit those boys rather than having, you know, trying to mold all those boys into fit my, my defensive or offensive philosophy. So we kind of just, we have our ideas of base, what we want to do. And, and, and from there we can tweak it and, and to fit all the kids that we have. So I, growing up in Grantsville, I know that we had a lot of traditions like, uh, the blackout on, on homecoming and stuff like that. Um, when you came in as as coach at Grantsville, did you come and implement any traditions into the program? No, you know what? When I came in, that's the first thing I kind of I like to ask, and in, in, in when I get interviewed and things, and, and it is to find out what kind of traditions they had, and and they hadn't been they hadn't been doing the the, the blackout homecoming as much. They kind of went to an all black all the time type of thing, and so when I came when I came in, I thought that was kind of a cool thing to implement. So that's kind of where we started the back and black thing uh, for homecoming, and um, we kind of gone with that for the last few years, but. It was just kind of when I came in, I was I wanted to to fit what they did and bring those traditions that they had and kept them because especially at a small, you know, a small community is as uh, as Grantsville is. I wanted to get those and continue those traditions and, and things like that rather than start my own and things. So um, kind of, I, you know that back in black was a big one to start bringing back in. And, and we kind of have gone from there. So just last question before we get into to pod decks. Um, <clears throat> so now that you've lived in Tooele County for a while, what, what's the, where's the best place to eat in the county? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, you know, we, we – I try to hit everything as much as you know can. It's just variety. Uh, uh, kind of go – I like to go to the Bonneville Brewery out there in, in Tooele and eat there, you know, when, when we can. Um, I actually – try to take our kids that get 4.0s during football season that first term we, we try to um reward them for their hard work during football so we have a 4, 4.0 dinner and we we take them over there to the to the bonneville brewery they have some good uh hamburgers and sandwiches and things like that so kids enjoy that um we like go there and then um you know we hit applebee's quite a bit that's another one of the spots and then over here in you know Grantsville, you got to go to Casa, so we hit that quite often. No, that that's awesome. That's awesome. I don't think I don't think I've ever been to Bonneville Brewery. Is that a new joint in in Tooele? Fairly I think new. It's kind of newer. Uh, you know, it's it's been there since I have, but you know, I've only been here for four years, so <laughs> couldn't tell you. But um, there's some good restaurants out here that that aren't, aren't too bad. So sweet. Well, just to, to cap off our interview, um, we're going to do only probably only one pod deck here. And like we said, like we don't know what this is going to be. Uh, Coach Bird doesn't know what this question is, but um, these are really fun. Uh, here's one. Here's a good one that it generated for us. Do you have any phobias? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, now you're going to tell me this and so that everyone's going to pick on me. Um, <laughs> you know what? The one thing, and, and it's so funny because I, especially nowadays, you know, once I say this, you'll laugh too, is, is masks. I cannot stand people in masks. So Halloween is my least favorite 
my least favorite holiday. And so now that everyone has to wear masks, you can see that I kind of walk around with a little bit of, <laughs> a little bit of uh, a shake nowadays. So, so it's not as much the, the actual virus that's scary. It's everybody wearing the masks, huh? There you go. Yeah. So, no, that one gets me. I don't know. I've never really liked that. I mean, we've gone to Universal Studios and things like that. And it's like, you know, it's kind of kind of gets me on the edge so that would be my probably one phobia that i have oh that's awesome well we appreciate your time coach and we um i bet i mean your players are gonna love you being on with us and we're super grateful for you coming on and um we hope to have you on in the future as well so thank you and, and have a good rest of your sunday yeah, definitely. You too. I really appreciate you guys taking the time to do this. This is an awesome, awesome thing for Twilla County and for the boys. So, No problem. All right. Have a good one, Coach. All right. You too. Thank you. Bye. If you're a junior or senior this year, it's time to start thinking about your future. If you're thinking about leaving your hometown, being stress-free financially, and going to school for free, then it's time to get in contact with Sergeant Forrester. No matter your skill set, the Marines is a great way to both serve your country and opens opportunities for yourself in the future. To get in contact with Sergeant Forrester, call 801-967-9776. Once again, that's 801-967-9776.